Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Pursuit of Truth podcast. My name is Will. I'm your host, and today's date is May 11th, 2021. And this is going to be episode 41. It's going to be called, You're Starting to See the Enemy's Face. Everything is Coming Together. So, I just wanted to say that uh, I hope you all had a wonderful Mother's Day, and happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there, and uh, and everybody in between. Hope you had a great Mother's Day. I uh, just want to say that it doesn't take a Mother's Day for me to show my mom, show my mother how much I appreciate her and everything like that. She's the greatest woman I know. Uh, her and my grandmother are the two greatest women I know. Um, and I know that everybody is going to say that their mother is a great person, but no, uh, genu- genuinely, my mother is a, a great woman. I've never met anybody like her or my grandmother. So... Let's go ahead and get into our economic news here. So, I noticed that Commerce Secretary Gina Raimondo, she claimed that the unemployment benefits in the American Rescue Plan by Joe Biden, she claimed that the unemployment benefits in that plan aren't the reason for high unemployment numbers. She also said that there's nothing in the data that suggests that unemployment insurance is the reason that people are out of work. But it was actually noted that Montana and South South Dakota declined unemployment benefits due to concerns about how the benefits would impact jobs and economic growth. Remember that they're paying people to pretty much stay home, and we have less people working. That means less less jobs being filled, and um, less responsibility being taken, undertaken, and completed. But now you notice in Florida, we. Uh, in Florida, they actually passed new regulations on that unemployment stuff. And so in Florida, people will actually have to prove that they are job hunting, which is a great thing. I think that is I think that is a great job by Florida. I think that Governor Ron DeSantis is doing great things over there. I think that he's doing a great job. Um, and, but you notice that Florida is pretty much becoming an upstanding model. Florida is pretty much florida is just the blueprint for how the rest of the country will probably change in the future because florida is doing great you know there's no mass mandate there are strict voter id laws there are laws against terrorists like blm and antifa and they even open up the state you can go where you want and do do whatever you need to do so gina raimondo she who was the second uh commerce secretary she actually had to agree that there is actually evidence that unemployment benefits are actually affecting economic growth. And even CNN is also telling us that the jobs report is disappointing. You know, if there's a Democrat in the White House and even CNN is saying the jobs report is disappointing, then that's how you know that something is wrong and it's really bad. So just got to put that into, <laughs> put that out there. So the thing is that. The Biden administration was uh, expecting to add 1 million jobs, but they only added 200,000. That's not very good at all. That's 20%. And unemployment went up. And the thing is that job openings actually went up as well. But like I said before, they're paying people to stay home. So there's that. So it's like, why would I go to work if I could just sit here on, on my behind and not do anything, you know, I can sit here and just be a, a bump on a log and get paid money. So uh, the U.S. Chamber of Commerce says that we need to stop giving people extra money to not work because they won't work. And But Biden actually says that it's just a pandemic. So you know what I told you about inflation, you know that stuff. They're pumping more and more money into the economy. 
And uh, just believe me, inflation is on the way. It's coming. Well, it's already here, but you're going to start to see it more and more as uh, time goes on. I think that I think by mid-July, end of June, mid-July, I think you're going to start really, really starting to see these things. Because I actually went to the gas pump on Saturday um, at about 7 o'clock in the afternoon during my lunch break. And I actually, because my, my gas light was on in my car, and I had to pretty much fill up the entire tank. I paid about $59 for the entire tank. Now, that's ridiculous. Now, for those of you who play video games, a, a new video game is about 60 bucks With tax, if you buy it at the store with tax, about 65 30 That's a lot of money. And I actually haven't bought it. I haven't bought a new video game in years. I only buy my video games for about 20 bucks a piece. These days, but that's beyond, that's besides the point. And so, we all know that Joe Biden said he wants to tax the rich, and then he wants the rich to, excuse me, not tax the rich, that's Bernie Sanders. But Joe Biden says that he wants the rich to pay their fair share. But there's an article from The Federalist that tells us that the Bidens have been doing exactly what they claim is unfair for the rich to be doing. He dodged like $500,000 in taxes. I have the article here from The Federalist it says, Joe Biden dodged half a million in taxes, and he wants you to pay your fair share. Article says, in his speech to Congress last Wednesday, his multi-trillion dollar plan for human infrastructure released earlier that day. President Biden yet proposed yet another tax increase, this one on purportedly wealthy individuals and families. In his, in his address Wednesday evening, Biden used the words fair share on no fewer than five separate occasions to justify these proposed revenue hikes. Yet with his own taxes, Joe Biden didn't pay his fair share. Upon leaving the vice presidency early in 2017, he and his wife Jill exploited a tax loophole of questionable legality to dodge hundreds of thousands of dollars in taxes and use his savings to fund lavish real estate holdings. Biden's personal conduct raises two obvious questions. Number one, how can someone who avoided more than $500,000 in taxes to fund his luxury lifestyle demand that others pay their fair share? And number two, how can someone proposing that how can someone proposing the biggest expansion of government since FDR, which is President Roosevelt, claim he supports more federal funding when he sh when he wouldn't pay for that spending himself? So it's weird how these politicians will make laws and then go and straight up violate the laws like like remember that um that former House Speaker of Oregon, he signed a he was one of the people who voted in favor of a anti-pedophilia law and then all of a sudden he excuse me anti-human trafficking bill he voted in favor of it, it passed and then all of a sudden he gets charged for the same exact human trafficking law that he voted for so it's just it's crazy that's that's what the enemy does the enemy will do the crimes that they are proposing we stop so that it's so just so that we can't so that people wouldn't suspect them. That's what the enemy does. That's what you have to notice. That's what the enemy does. So Joe Biden's not paying those taxes. And I want you to notice that the wealthy are actually taking precautions. I know. Excuse me. I think that they the wealthy, they know what's coming. OK, notice that all these people are getting divorces. At first, I thought it was a little bit weird, but then I kind of figured out you know why. You know, you saw Jeff Bezos, Elon Musk, and then you saw Bernard Bernard Arnault who is the French billionaire. So all these people are getting divorces. And I think that uh, my prediction here, I think you're going to see Mark Zuckerberg announce a divorce next. I think he's next. Um, I think you can take that one to the bank. I could be wrong, but I think you can take that one to the bank.
And um, MarketWatch.com said that these people may be trying to save assets and are trying to liquidate their stocks without anyone becoming suspicious. Because, you know, if somebody like Jeff Bezos or Elon Musk starts selling all of their stock in a certain company, people are going to be like, what's going on? What's wrong here? And so I think that they are getting divorces in order to, you know, liquidate their stocks, stocks, excuse me, not stocks, liquidate their stocks without anyone uh, noticing. So that tells me that something is going on. Something is going on here. Honestly, personally, I have actually pulled out of the market myself. I've, uh, I'm only investing in uh, Bitcoin and cryptocurrency right now. That's pretty much I'm just protecting my wealth and things like that. But I've actually pulled out of the market because we see that the United States market, the economy of the United States is spiraling downward with stimulus and things like that. And all these American family plans, American infrastructure plan, things like that, that are going to totally and absolutely destroy us. And so you notice that the crypto market has now surpassed the United States dollar in circulation for the first time. And it's not just Bitcoin, but it's actually cryptocurrencies altogether, just all cryptocurrencies altogether. You notice that gold is starting to move up. I think that I think that cryptocurrency is going to move up first. And then I think that you're going to see gold follow cryptocurrencies lead. But the thing is that cryptocurrency is actually an easy way to move your money into a new system really quickly. Like one of the things I can suggest to you is there's an app on the App Store. Um, I know it's on the Apple store. It's most likely on the Google Play store too. I don't see why it wouldn't be. It's an app called Coinbase. Now on Coinbase, you can put your money in, put your debit card in or your bank or something like that. And then you can straight up, you can straight up convert your money into cryptocurrency right then and there on the app. So it's it's an app called Coinbase, C-O-I-N-B-A-S-E, one word, Coinbase. Go in there and then you can create an account and you can convert your, your fiat currency straight into Bitcoin right then and there. And I think Coinbase is pretty much the easiest way to do it. Um, that's what I would suggest. But there are many, many ways to do it. You can get many wallets and things like that. But it's up to you. That's just that's just my suggestion here. So the thing is that I think that people are going to see clearly when gold follows crypto up in price. You know, the enemy is actually imploding their own system. Because remember, we currently are in the private central bank system where they loan money to our government things like that, and our currency loses value because it's not, they took it off the gold standard, things like that, they kept printing and printing and printing. And so they're actually trying to move us in their system of total control, and that's called the Great Reset. I know you hear me talk about the Great Reset, you may say, oh, that's a conspiracy theory, but here's the thing. It was a conspiracy theory years and years ago, but a gentleman by the name of Klaus Schwab, uh, it's spelled K-L-A-U-S-S-C-H, W A B Klaus Schwab from the economic from the excuse me the World Economic Forum has told everyone that it's time for the for, that it's time for a great reset and that they want to use a central bank currency. This is what he said. They want to use a central bank currency. And like I told you before, my opinion, I'm not I, I can't I haven't been able to confirm this, but I think that their I think that their their central bank currency it's a digital I think it's gonna be a digital currency and I think it's gonna be the USD coin. And the thing is that you notice that these folks are trying to compete with cryptocurrency, you know, because they can't regulate it. So they need something to um, instill total control over the people, make you broke, implode the economy, move you into something where you own nothing. And they claim that you'll be happy owning nothing, which is actually not the case. So, but why would you want to go from a private central bank system that is imploding into another private central bank system? You, you, you really wouldn't want to. You, you'd want to go into a decentralized system like gold 
silver and cryptocurrency. So, but in the future, and future episodes, I'm going to elaborate further on how we got to the point that we could actually combat the bank because there were some integral um, people in recent history um, that really gave us a chance in order to fight the bank, just like we were able to fight the bank in 1828 with the re-election of President Andrew Jackson, one of my favorite presidents of all time, might be my favorite president of all time, who destroyed the central bank. And we are in a position where today, where we can do the same thing. But the thing is, if I told you who it was, you wouldn't believe me. Um, but that's neither here nor there. So when people switch away from the private central bank system and into decentralized currencies, we, we, we actually would have destroyed the bank at that point. So, but people actually have to wake up and realize what's going on in order to initiate the switch. And it's going to happen slowly. People are going to wake up slowly. And you're noticing people are waking up slowly. And I've actually switched, and I'm sure that some of you have, sw have switched as well. And others have switched before us, before me and you did. And others are going to switch after me and you have switched as well. So, I'm going to go ahead and move into our geopolitical news here. I actually had a lot of notes here. I'm actually going to try to condense this stuff. I know we're about running about 14 minutes now. So, people... People are actually starting to realize that there are there there are problems with the country. You no, know, you know more than more than you thought. You know, and they're coming out into the light. And the mainstream media and corrupt politicians, they're actually afraid of people learning this stuff. They don't want people like me and you to tell other people that there are problems and things like that. And people start to wake up and say, "Oh, wow, I can't believe that's the truth," and things like that. And they want to control us. And then the mainstream media, CNN, Fox, Twitter, Facebook, all that—that's is a that is a great way for them to control people. But a population that can see through the pop propaganda cannot be controlled. So when a population no longer believes the social media and mainstream media, people are going to say that's fake. People are going to say, oh, that's fake news. And so when people, people are going to start to realize this more and more. And when everyone starts to say, hey, this is fake, the enemy's next step is going to be to shut everyone down. And that's what they've, that's what they've pretty much been doing. You may say that. Social media is a private company and they can do what they want. But have you read Section 230? I know people reference, you hear about Section 230 sometimes in the news and politicians talk about it. But have you read Section 230? Section 230 says that the people like Twitter and Facebook and others, they, can, they, cannot, they cannot edit their platforms or they would become a publisher like the New York Times or CNN. People like that. So... It's a, I have a couple questions here for you, listener. So since Section 230 says that Twitter and Facebook and social media, they can't edit their platforms or they would become a publisher, were Twitter and Facebook editing tweets of Donald Trump and other people with small notes that say that the 2020 election was safe and secure or that the fact checkers say it's false? Was Twitter adding things to Donald Trump's tweets? Was Twitter adding things to people's tweets or censoring them outright and removing the tweets was twitter doing that did you see those little icons next to donald trump's tweets that say that the election was safe and secure or that the fact checkers say it's false is that what happened everyone with a memory longer than 10 days knows that that is what's going that's that that's what happened 
Twitter and Facebook were editing tweets. And they have political agendas. Okay. So since the government actually has a hotline to these social media companies, as we have learned, like I always talk about Judicial Watch getting their 500-page report from the Secretary of State of California's office with the company SKDK, Biden for president, as their main client. And they've been, tell- they've been telling people to censor speech. The government has been telling social media companies to censor speech. This actually goes beyond Section 230, and it, it goes to an outright violation of the Constitution because a government official is telling them to do this. I think that if the Arizona audit comes back with information that is contradictory to the mainstream media's narrative, I think the mainstream media is going to shut it out, like Twitter and Facebook censoring, just like they censored the story of um, Hunter Biden having those business dealings in China during the 2020 election when the New York Post posted it and Twitter blocked it. Twitter blocked it and then they would block you and censor you if you were to post those things as well. So, when you censor information, people get more curious and want to see more. They start to ask things like, why don't you want me to read this? Or they start to ask things like, what are you hiding? If it's really false, then let me see that allegedly false information and let me decide for myself if it's true or false. You see how they're just funneling your thoughts into what they want you to believe? So, Notice that in certain places around the country, there were places like Pennsylvania where there were governors or judges or secretaries of state changing election laws and they used the pandemic as an excuse. This is actually a violation of the Constitution because the Constitution says that only state legislatures have the power to change election laws. And so if you had situations where the judge or the governor or the secretary of state changed the the way that people would do the election and they voted that would make the election illegal because the legislature is not the one who changed the method of voting and because the legislature was not the one who changed the method of voting that's a violation of the constitution and that would make it illegal I know people don't like to hear this I know you don't like to hear it but this is straight up. You can go read it. I, like I say, I hope you have read the Constitution. I hope so. I really hope so. It's, it's, it's a pretty great document. So I think that if fraud is found in Arizona, then other states are going to start to say, if there's fraud in Arizona, is there fraud somewhere else? Then if multiple states come into question, then we're going to have to have another election. And then it's probably going to be the military providing uh, security and oversight. So there's that. But you have to remember that the Constitution is a document that we the people gave to the government and we told the government, hey, you have to follow these laws and these rules or we go- we're going to get rid of you, okay? It, the, the, the founders were absolutely ingenious. I think the people who wrote it, Thomas Jefferson and those people, I think they were so smart in how they wrote it. You know, because if we don't want critical race theory in our schools, then you can't teach it. If we don't want lockdowns, then you can't implement them. Okay. The founders, like I said, they were ingenious. And they actually, they left, notice that they left the federal government out of the inner workings of state and local governments. They wanted us to decide things from the ground up, 
not the top down. Notice, when you have a problem, your first the first level of government you should go to is your city council. Okay? I remember when the pandemic was going on and everything. It was about November, October, November. And I was talking to a friend of mine. I'm not going to name her out of respect for her, even though she's most likely never, ever going to hear this. But I'm never, I'm not going to name her. I was at her house and I was talking to her about the uh, COVID stuff. And she was saying, oh, I think that Trump should have just made people um, do certain, take certain uh, precautions and follow certain protocols and things like that. I was like, do you really want somebody 3,000 miles away making rules for you? You really want somebody in Washington, D.C. making rules for you? That is that, And that shows you how brainwashed people are because some people say, oh, why doesn't the president just make everybody do something? You are just feeding into the government machine there. You're just giving them power and control over you. Why? Why? That's just, and that's, that's the brainwashing. That's part of the brainwashing right there. Personally, I would rather, as much as I dislike the governor of California, okay, Gavin Nutjob, as much as I dislike him, I would rather have somebody like Gavin Newsom making rules for me than somebody like Joe Biden 3,000 miles away. Even though they're you know, on the same page here with a lot of stuff. I would rather have somebody like Gavin Newsom or the mayor of my city, Ronald McDonald, who's the mayor of uh, Sacramento. I'd rather have somebody like that making the rules and regulations. Why? Because they are closer to me and they have a better idea of what we're dealing with here. Because think about it. Think about because uh, the pandemic started on Donald Trump. Think about it. Donald Trump was all the way in Washington, D.C. What does he know about what does he know about life in Sacramento, California? What does he know about California? I mean, yeah, he has, you know, stakes and businesses and things here, but he might have a house or two here or things like that. Apartment complexes and stuff, things like that. But he didn't grow up here in California. He doesn't he, he hasn't lived here for 20 something years of his life. Why would I want somebody all the way in Washington, D.C.? In a federal district, making rules for me in a municipality. You got to notice that stuff. I wouldn't want that. So, moving on here. So, we have certain, you know, governors we have to take a look at real quick. So, we're going to take a look at Gretchen, Whit Gretchen Whitmer. So, she actually took a private jet to Florida. And the flight records of that show that a jet owned by Air Eagle LLC... Took Whitmer, took Gretchen Whitmer, who is the third worst governor in, in, in the United States. She took, they took Gretchen Whitmer to Palm Beach on March 12th and returned her on March 15th. And so, notice that <clears throat> Gretchen Whitmer actually failed to notify Florida law enforcement that that she came to Florida, and that's actually a violation of the customary security protocol that they always have going on. Now, according to Detroit News, Air Eagle is owned by the Nicholson family of PVS Chemicals, the Moroni family of a truck of the trucking company called Central Transport, and then also owned by the Cotton family, who used to run Meridian Health. Think about that, Meridian Health and stuff, and doing all this in the middle of a pandemic. Wow. So, notice that also that Mitt Romney was censored by. Weber County in Utah by, uh, by Republicans, uh, and it was a vote of 116 to 97. 
And in New York, Andrew Cuomo's communication director resigned. And you have to remember that Cuomo ordered sick people into the nursing homes. And Trump put a hospital ship in New York, but it actually remained empty. And Cuomo put those sick people in the nursing home in order to raise the death toll and instill fear and scare people. And so more and more people have been resigning from Andrew Cuomo's cabinet and things like that. And you have to notice why. And I think that it's because they know that something is coming and they don't want to be held liable. All right, moving on. We're going to talk about Kamala Harris a little bit and the border. So Kamala Harris still hasn't even gone to the border. Remember, she laughed about it and things like that. She has that disgusting laugh that she has. And I tell you, told you that she looked like a tarantula things like that. She's creepy. She's nasty and an evil, nasty, dirty woman, Kamala Harris. Now, so Kamala Harris actually had a meeting with the president of Mexico, Andreas Obrador, and Obrador actually accused the Biden administration of orchestrating a coup against his administration. Wow. And they were actually having a meeting. Kamala Harris and Obrador were actually having a meeting. Kamala got up and just walked away. That is, that's crazy stuff. Like, I, I, what's what's really going on here? You know, they're getting accused of a coup, and then she just gets up out of the meeting and walks away. Wow. Okay. So notice that the DHS has now reversed the Trump era DNA collection plan that verifies family relationships at the border, and now the Biden administration are just they're just gonna believe people when they say they're related. Like if somebody comes across the border with a little kid, they say, "Oh, this is my son." And they're just going to believe them. And the Trump, the Trump, the Trump administration had a system where they that they would test the DNA of both individuals to figure out if they were related or not, and then you could see if there was a smuggler, a coyote, or not. Okay, so we have the technology that can find out. So why don't we make sure? Why doesn't Biden want these people to be verified? Okay, you know why. You understand it. You know why. Okay, how do we know if they're relatives or not based on what they say? We don't. The answer is we don't. What if they're human traffickers? Which happens a lot. You know, people don't want to people don't want to acknowledge it, but there are a lot of human trafficking. There's a lot of human trafficking going on at the border. You know, if you're coming through Mexico to the United States border and you're trying to run past the cartel without paying them, they'll kill you. They will kill you if you try to get to the border without them illegally. If you're trying to illegally enter the United States without their permission and they find you, they will kill you. Okay? You have to pay them. The cartel funds this smuggling people in the United, into the United States. The cartel funds this. You have to notice that here. Okay. So next. So Twitter has actually been shutting down people who share Trump statements from his desk and things like that. And they've actually been losing followers. You can look it up. People have been losing followers after Twitter has been banning them and things like that, stripping them of followers, followers. So they actually do this to you. If you mention anything that is negative, if you give a negative connotation about the CDC, the World Health Organization, or the COVID vaccine, they will ban you and shut you down and censor you, okay? And you'll lose followers, okay? What are they so afraid of? If something's a lie, why not just let people disprove them? Why not let the lie get on social media? Because there are lies on social media all the time, okay? Like I told you, like I told you in my episode seven, I told you about when I was debating a gentleman uh, on Twitter about the 1840s and the late, the late 1840s, 1850s about Abraham Lincoln 
going up and trying to as a senator as a senatorial candidate in Illinois and things like that. I was like, okay, we can talk about this. And we talked about it. And he didn't know his stuff. He didn't know his stuff. Because I know when it comes to Civil War, I know my stuff. The the eighteenth the nineteenth century, I know my stuff. But he didn't know his stuff, and it was lies. Why doesn't Twitter get rid of things like that? They were lies. And I'm sure that there were lies everywhere else on Twitter too. Because social media is not a place for the truth. Okay, the truth doesn't matter on social media. But that's if you want to hear me talk about about that, listen to episode seven. Okay. But I think that social media is actually gonna go on a huge purge, almost like a communications blackout. Okay? And if this happens, I'm going to still try my best to bring you the information that you need. Okay. And I realize that my podcast is not for everybody. I realize that, you know, that's fine. I'm not I don't need a, a I don't need 20 million listeners. If I had 20 million listeners, that would be great. Okay? That'd be amazing. But I only need the people who want to know what's really going on. Not everybody's like that. You know, a lot of people want to sit in their bubble, sit in there and not learn the truth about things and things like that. So, and then when you try to show them on social media and things like that, they just kind of don't want to look at your stuff because they'd rather just sit here and look at stupid stuff on YouTube and not learn. And that's like like why like when I told you that a f- friends of mine, uh, I'm in a group chat on my, you know, the texting group chat on my phone and everything and then I'm on a couple actually. And then I have some friends of mine and they will send like videos and memes and things like that to the group chat. And a lot of it is licentious. You know, I, I told them, why can't you talk about something else that's not so salacious and things like that? But they just, I don't know. Okay, because there's so, there's so many things to learn on the internet that are constructive and can help you out in life. So I just don't know why people like to spend their time learning about nothing and just looking at stupid stuff that doesn't enhance their life at all. It's just detrimental, you know, but it is what it is. So I want you to notice, okay, so you're going to hear some stuff here that's pretty preposterous here, okay? So first thing, Anthony Fauci, now the, 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 the Lord himself, Anthony Fauci, Lord and Savior Anthony Fauci, Pretty much a, uh, a demigod himself. Anthony Fauci is saying that mask wearing may become seasonal in order to stop ourselves from getting sick. And that is pathetic, ridiculous. That is asinine, acid 10, acid 11, acid 12. Okay? So it's not about control and it's not, it, it, excuse me, it's about control and it's not about COVID. Okay? It's not about COVID. I'm sitting here going to work and things like that. I'm going to work every day and things like that. And I'm sitting here like, like why do we even wear these stupid diapers on our face you know granted i only wear mine when i um because i'm a public uh, i'm a public servant so i only wear mine when i go into work and if somebody from my job hears it i don't care because what you're going to do bring it i don't care but i only wear it when i go into work and besides i wear it below my nose because i want to be able to breathe out of my nose and then i wear it until about you know i get out to my work car about 220 around then then i take it off i snatch that diaper off my face snatch snatch that maxi pad off my face snatch that tampon off my face and then i breathe clean air and then i'm free and i don't wear it until <laughs> i don't even put it on for the rest of the night okay because <laughs> i start work at two i take it off at 220 and then i don't wear it Again, for the rest of the night, okay? I don't care. No, and no one has said a word, okay? That's the thing. You notice that the mask thing, it's more about peer pressure than it is about um, COVID. 
Okay, because we already decided, we already established that these, that the COVID, that COVID, um, the COVID particles are 1,000 times smaller than the holes in the mask. Okay, so it's like, like I say, I say, you hear it, I'm like a broken record. It's like building a chain link fence to keep out mosquitoes. Okay, that's what it is. So, be free. Don't be an obsequious servant. Don't do that. Okay, so, we know that COVID actually came from the Wuhan Institute of Virology, the WIV. I might say the WIV sometimes in Wuhan, China. And, and we, we, we know, me and you, we know that the Wuhan Institute of Virology is funded by American taxpayers. Okay, we fund this thing. So we pretty much, we sent them the money and they slapped us with a virus. Okay, that's what they did to us. All right. That's what pretty much happened. And so the, you know how they're trying to figure out, okay, where did the virus come from and things like that? What happened? Where, where does it originate? The talk about the fish market and all that mess, the baloney. And so the Biden administration said that they're actually going to allow China and the World Health Organization to do the investigation. You're having the criminals investigate themselves. And that was stupid, Biden. That was dumb. That was a dumb move. Okay. You know, who is, it's like a question just popped into my head. Who is the number one funder of the World Health Organization? You guessed it, China. Okay, so, <laughs> and we all know Biden's owned by China. Okay, Biden's a clown. Okay, so, here is, here's the kicker, here's the slapper, the puncher, everything, okay? I couldn't, I, when I read this, I was actually pretty angry. I read this. Okay. So according to documents by the Daily Mail, and then you know the Daily Mail has it on their website and everything like that. The Daily Mail has this all up there, so you can look this up. According to the Daily Mail, China was preparing for a third world war with biological weapons, including coronavirus, six years ago. They started preparing six years ago. So about 2015, they started preparing for this. So this stuff from the Daily Mail is all according to a dossier produced by the People's Liberation Army in 2015, which is the Army of China, uh, and it was uncovered by the United States State Department. So this was actually a, the COVID and everything. It was a planned attack. Okay, so I knew this before, but now I can actually tell you it was planned. All right, it's like you funny. It's funny how the virus, the COVID virus, actually came out. It's funny how it started to make headlines and rounds in the news. Right after Donald Trump beat China in the trade war and China was forced to sign a deal because the United States, China doesn't have the economy to keep up in the United States. And Donald Trump beat them in a trade war and all of a sudden China signs a deal and now the virus comes out right after the trade deal. Hmm, how about that? Because in January 2020, China signed a deal. The virus comes out in February, late, late, late January, when Donald Trump closed the border and things like that on January 29th, things like that. And then all of a sudden the, the virus comes out after China loses the trade war. Notice that. So why is this all coming out now? Just ask yourself that. So I want you to, I have a quote here from a gentleman by the name of Hermann Goring. And Hermann Goring was actually a Nazi in World War II. And he was an important Nazi. Hermann Goring was actually second in command of the Third Reich. And so after the Nazis lost World War II and things like that, they had something, they had things, they had the Nuremberg trials. So we know about that, 1945. So Hermann Goring 
was asked this question. He said, how did you convince the German people, excuse me, how did you convince the German people to accept all of this? And this is what Hermann Goring replied when asked this question. He said, it was easy and has nothing to do with Nazism. The only thing a government needs to do in order to turn people into slaves is fear. If you can find something to scare them, you can make them do anything that you want them to do. All you have to do is tell them that they're being attacked and denounce the peacemakers for lack of patriotism and exposing the country to danger. It works the same in any country, unquote. So, uh, did the government and the media tell the people of our country that we were in fear, excuse me, that we were in danger of a virus that could kill us all? Did the media tell us that? Does the government and the media try to convince black people that they are under attack by white people and police officers? Does the media tell black people that? Is the media pushing the idea that black people are under attack all at all times? Is the media doing that? And this is brainwashing. It's taught to the young and they grow up believing this. Okay? It's this Nazi. This is a Nazi tactic. All of this. The Black Lives Matter stuff. That's how they got them. That's how they got it to happen. Because China sent us to. Because China controls our outlets. China controls CNN and Fox, ABC, NBC, MSNBC, all these outlets. China controls them. And China brings up how whole black people are under attack by the police officer. China does this. China, the reason China did this, because China needs to beat us. That's China's goal, is to beat us. And you can't, the United States cannot be beat in a war. Okay? A military contest, the only thing more powerful than the, than the American military is God. Okay? I'm, I'm, I, it sounds kind of funny, but I mean, that's pretty much what's reality here. And so China needed to divide us. And get us to fight each other so that they can come and take over. So they're already taking our jobs. And then they use the media to put white versus black. And that's the thing you have to understand. All this with the AI I talk about. I talk about in my, in my series when AI first met you. It's all a, the Chinese. You don't understand. You got to understand. The Chinese are so sophisticated in their attacks. They are so incredibly so sophisticated. You have to give them credit. They are so smart. They play the long game. They play with soft power. Okay? And so, we have Walt Disney here. So, Walt Disney. So, it's crazy. So, Walt Disney actually claims that America was founded on racism and they forced their employees to complete a white privilege checklist. They also separate employees into racial, racially segregated affinity groups. Now, Disney has actually launched a diversity inclusion program named Reimagine Tomorrow. And that includes training on white privilege, white fragility, systematic racism, white saviors, microaggressions, and anti-racism. Disney claims that America has a long history of systematic racism and transphobia and tells employees that they have to educate themselves about structural anti-black racism. The white employees are told to listen with empathy to black colleagues and not debate them on their life experiences. So, so pretty much say, say you're a white Disney employee and then you have a black coworker, and you guys are sitting there talking and then the black guy or the black person tells you and you're the white person. The black person tells you, 
you guys work for Disney, the black person tells you, oh, hey, at one time I was, I was, I got, I got pulled over by a police officer and I got arrested and things like that. Like, cause he, cause he, cause, cause he was racist. Cause he was racist. And the thing is that I guess you're not allowed to ask them what happened before that. You know, and, and I'm sure that you'd probably get a backstory of, well, I was in the, I was in a store and I stole a hundred dollar piece of equipment out the store and I put it in my car and drove away and he called the police on me and you, you pretty much can't ask him that. You pretty much can't tell him, hey, it's because you committed a crime. It's not saying that black people are all criminals. I'm just saying that a lot of you, you won't be able to question a black person's life experiences. So. Disney actually tells the white, the, excuse me, Disney actually tells all their employees to embrace the equality of outcome. That's communism. The, I believe, personally, I believe in equality of opportunity because we all have the opportunity. This is America. Capitalism is great. And the people who hate America are sitting there with their, their thousand dollar iPhones and their $20 cups of coffee. There's pumpkin spice lattes and their $30,000 cars and saying, oh, capitalism is so bad. And then you have, you have better amenities than people do in communist countries. Like, come on, you know. So Disney also tells their employees to think about whether or not their Disney tells their white employees to think about whether or not their wealth is derived from racism. Oh my gosh! You know, one thing I just thought about here. I bet you that the Disney executives aren't even black. So that should that should kind of tell you something here. If you have a bunch of the white people. The woke white people telling, saying, oh, you need to respect the black. You need to help the poor black because he can't do it himself. It's because of us we civilized the black. And now we can save him from himself and he's doomed without us. It's ridiculous. So notice that Disney, they're actually turning one race against another. They're turning the races against each other. And that's exactly what the Nazis did in the 1930s. Okay. There's a gentleman by the name of roger daltrey who is the lead singer for the band called the who and he has a quote on wokeness and uh, he said this quote it's just getting harder to disseminate the truth it's almost like now we should turn off the whole thing and go back to newsprint go back to word of mouth and start to read books again i don't know we might get somewhere because excuse me i don't know we might get somewhere because it's becoming so absurd now with ai all the tricks it can do and the woke generation it's terrifying the miserable world that they're going to create for themselves i mean anyone who's lived a life and see and you see what they're doing you just know that it's a route to nowhere especially when you have lived through the periods of life that we've managed that we've had the privilege to i mean we've had the golden era there's no doubt about that unquote now see he talked about ai do you think i know something here about ai come on i've been on to something the entire time i wouldn't just tell you that stuff when ai when ai first met you i wouldn't just tell you that stuff for nothing okay he even says that ai has these tricks and many people are actually disagreeing him remember when coca-cola sales dropped by 37 percent uh look at sports remember the nba they're 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 people that dropped by about 40 percent and then they actually the nba dropped even more because of lebron james said that stupid thing about that police officer and then you had officers from the lapd challenging lebron to come and sit in front of them and talk about it lebron said lebron didn't even re reply of course not because he'd get shattered in that in that in that discussion okay he would get destroyed that's one thing you gotta notice about these woke people they don't have facts Okay, when you present them with facts, it's all they present all emotion. Emotion is weakness. 
Emotion is used to control you. Just like I told you with the AI. The emotion, when they give you the emotional appeals, my body, separating children from their family, it's weakness. That is a blemish. Facts and evidence. I don't believe men. I don't believe women. I believe facts and evidence. So you also have to look at the Academy Awards, among other things here. They're just losing people left and right because no one wants to deal with their le leftist mess, okay? Their stupid wokeness stuff, okay? So we're going to move on here. So I'm almost done. So there's somebody by the name of Hannah Klein, and she is the daughter of Joe Biden's chief of staff, Ron Klein. And Hannah Klein recently signed a letter urging the Justice Department to deploy federal monitors to monitor the Arizona State Senate audit of the 2020 presidential votes in Maricopa County. Now, the letter is from three three groups, and three groups are the Brennan Center for Justice, the Leadership Conference Education Fund, and Protect Democracy. And the letter was sent last week to the Justice Department expressing concern that the auditors are, quote, engaged in ongoing and imminent violations of federal voting and election laws, unquote. So her signature is on there. It says Hannah Klein, Equal Justice Works, Selbine Family Fellow of Brennan Center for Justice at NYU School of Law. So now we know that Joe Biden actually has a connection to the groups trying to stop the audit in arizona and that is just crazy this is like stuff you see out of a movie here okay they must know that the results are going to be bad and that's why they're trying to stop it okay i think that so many right okay if joe biden and them are trying to stop this audit okay something's not right okay then that means something is not right for joe biden they did something wrong that's if you're trying to stop people from uncovering the truth you did something wrong all right i ain't saying this because i support one party or other it ain't the case I'm saying this based off of what based off of what is being shown to us. All right, so that's where you pretty much uh, that's what you got to notice there. Okay, I notice that some of these um, some of these people like Katie Hobbs is uh, has has gotten funding from George Soros, Hillary, Hillary Clinton, and Tom Tom Steyer, uh, and they actually violated campaign finance laws, things like that. So this is from the Gateway Pundit and has articles and things like that. If you want to. Go ahead and look that that stuff up. So that is all I have for you, wonderful folks. Thank you so much for listening. I love you. I'm thankful for you. I'm thankful to be alive. I'm thankful that God sent His Son. Oh, and one more thing, China. Remember that that stuff about the China, the the rocket ship going China's space debris and things like that. The Chinese rocket and things like that. So the rocket is actually gone because we were actually protected by the United States Space Force. The United States Space Force was created by a certain former president of the united states i think you know who it is so again thank you so much for listening i appreciate you listening and tuning in every week i will be back on wednesday uh may 12th sorry i kind of had to look at the look at the calendar here because i'm recording this on monday it's about 9 30 at night uh yeah so i appreciate it so much thank you so much for listening share this uh podcast to one person and be safe be well buy gold buy silver buy bitcoin thank you so much be prepared for anything i love you and i will see you tomorrow